Hello, Pastor Deborah here. Welcome again to another wonderful spiritual teaching about the kingdom of darkness, spiritual Babylon. I want to give Zoom Pro a big thank you and a blessing. For that's who I'm recording through. And this wonderful motion video is from Pixabay. I'm able to download them for free. They help me to help you visualize the realm of the spirit that we're talking about. Remember, I do not use a green screen. So my face, my video, my words might be a little fuzzy. But please forgive me. My space where I record is not big enough for a green screen. I've tried having other types of backgrounds. It's very cluttered, too flowery. Doesn't speak visually the way I want it to. So if I'm too fuzzy for you, because I have no green screen, just close your eyes and listen. This one sort of represents the kingdom of darkness, how it's around us, surrounds us, moving and in our life. This is going to be part number 22 from the kingdom of darkness book I wrote years ago. I was having to help people out of it, in it, and I knew nothing about it. I had to study the realm of darkness and ignorance, the occult. Witchcraft, Satanism, cults, religion, ancestors, curses, demons, devils. How it is a slave master. It's a kingdom, a territory. How does it work in the earth? Who is its king? What is it? What is he like? What are the rules? How does he control people? Is it in us? Is it around us? Does it affect our world? What's going on inside of us, our decisions, our behaviors? Is it what causes all the evil and abuse and corruption? Is that what it is? What is it? I didn't know. And in learning how to help people the Lord's way, from the way of mental health counseling, I had to study this realm. It's a spiritual realm. It is on our planets, no matter what planet, solar system, or star galaxy you're in. And it has a king. It has legions with it. Has strong towers, strong men, powers and authority. Yeah. It's called the kingdom of darkness. Spiritual Babylon. This is a series I wrote out of this book. And we're going to begin. We had learned that there was a king in it named Satan who had been a wonderful archangel named Lucifer. The word Lucifer meant son of the morning, the son of the first age. But before we begin and get going here, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for all that you have brought here into your garden today to hear your words of spirit and truth for your Holy Spirit to attend to as a teacher. Father, this is your work. This is knowledge we need to dispel the darkness in our lives, in our understanding, even in our spirit. Father, be about your work of being the teacher 
and bringing freedom through truth to us. Help to set us free of ignorance and lack of knowledge so that we may become all you desire for us to be spiritually. Your children brought up in the light, in truth, in knowledge. Mm -hmm. And Father, if there's any here you have brought that are not yet your children, please accept them and welcome them into the family. Do a new birth experience with them if they desire it. We know, Father, you don't do anything against their will to force them to believe you to be a part of your family. You help them to see the light and the truth. You draw them with your love and your goodness and mercy. Then you leave it up to their free will to make the choice. Father, help them as you have brought them. For their hearts have cried out for help. You know that. Here in the garden, on whatever planet we are in, whatever solar system or galaxy we are in, your garden is there for them. For you have sent out your word to all living creatures. So be about your work through your Holy Spirit, through your living words of Christ, the King, the Son of the living God. In their names and in your love, we pray. Amen. All right. We had been talking about Lucifer, who had become Satan through his pride. And he had fallen and been cast down to earth. We even read about that from a movie called Midnight Chronicles, about a dark Lord being cast down to the earth and a veil that was now drawn between the mortal world and the kingdoms of gods of heaven. And how this one who was cast down, who we learned was Lucifer, because he had become Satan, the adversary of God. And he desired now to have his own kingdom, be the king, sort of like, oh, the eye of Sauron in Mordor. Mm -hmm. You see this character, this image and likeness in our everyday lives, control, abuse, violent, iron hands, holding occupation, taking up our lives, stealing them from us. And if we do not bow to their truths, we're bad-mouthed, sued, killed, threatened in any way. So I want to pick up here in part number 22 and continue on a little bit more about Lucifer becoming Satan, the adversary of God and his kingdom of darkness. Well, God could not have any treason in the kingdom of heaven, even just in your thoughts. His righteousness and his holiness, his justice, his light, his truth, his sinless essence would destroy all sin and the creature with it. And Satan, who he had become, knew this. But Satan had perverted himself 
by his pride of looking at his glory that was not his, but created as God's light came through it. So out of God's presence, this Lucifer, this archangel who had become Satan, would have to be cast out. And he was as lightning. That's pretty fast. You may be wondering how God knew what was going on in the very mind, the heart of Lucifer. Could he see it? Could he hear it? And that's a very good question to be asking because it also applies to you. Let's hear what God says about him and the heart. But the Lord said unto Samuel, Samuel was an Old Testament prophet that we read about in the King James Bible. Look not on his countenance. Samuel, this Old Testament prophet, he worked with God and for God. His mother gave him up as a child to the church, so to speak. And Samuel was raised up as a priest under Eli and could hear God's voice. Well, he was there for the people of Israel. Israel had no king when they came out of Egypt. God wanted to be their king, but they couldn't see him. He frightened them. He's too big, too powerful. And then God appointed some men to be judges, to rule and reign over the people. Well, they became evil and wicked. And some of them were of Samuel's own children who took money and bribes so they would judge in a certain way. Does that go on today? Yes. So the nation of Israel sent its elders to Samuel, who was old by this time. You read this in the book of Samuel. And what happened was they begged and asked and ordered Samuel to choose an earthly man, a king, for the nation. They didn't want God anymore to be their judge. They didn't want God or any of his representatives to go to battle for them, to go out and win the wars for them, to be their judge and ruler, lawgiver. They were fed up with that because they had had some evil ones representing God. And Samuel's two sons were like that. So Samuel went to God in prayer and said, what do I do? He says, hey, you listen to him. So Samuel went and found a young man named Saul. And Saul, who was a handsome, tall young man of the smallest tribe, Benjamin, God picked him. Now Samuel was instructed to tell the nation of Israel and the elder what kind of king they were going to get, what the rules were for his behavior. Mm -hmm. So that went on. Well, King Saul didn't do so well. He started talking to witches. 
disobeying God. And God said, I'm done with that one. I removed that anointing. He didn't kill him. He just took the anointing and the power away from Saul. Saul went mentally ill when an evil spirit would come on him. And when that happened, Samuel was ordered to go locate the new spiritual representative, the spiritual king, the person that God was going to use. That turned out to be a young man named David. He was a shepherd. They called him a ruddy guy, probably maybe a early teenager, maybe. He wasn't even considered to be one of the Jesse's children. Because David was always out in the field with his father's sheep. So here, God is telling us when he's talking to Samuel. Samuel had gone out and he's looking at this young man named David. And he says, sir, that's who you want? That young guy? He don't look kingly at all. And here's what God said back to Samuel. Look not on his countenance, his face, how young he is or He may not be attractive or how tall he is. Remember, Saul was tall. Or on the height of his stature. For the Lord sees not as man sees. For man looks on the outward appearance. But the Lord looks on the heart. Do we do that? Can you look at another spirit? And determine what kind of spirit there is in there. Here's another scripture. My God, that you try, you look at, you evaluate the heart, the spirit, the soul. That's First Chronicles 29, 16. Remember, this is God's nature to do this. So he's looking at Lucifer. Thus are the secrets of the heart made manifest, shown, made known. That's 1 Corinthians 14. 1 Corinthians 14, 25. So the secrets of your spirit, of your thoughts, of your soul. They can be seen, made known to God. I, the Lord, search the heart, the mind, the soul, the spirit. Jeremiah 17.10. Did Lucifer know this? Maybe, maybe not. Do you know this about God? I always tell people, You may lie to us, but you can't lie to God. He can see your thoughts. He'll deal with you then. The heart. The place of God's Eden in your spirit. The place of God's kingdom. Remember, God's not looking at your flesh, your soul. The soul is a part of your physical body. Part of the world. The lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life are its kingdom. Those are the kings of your soul, your mind. But your heart, your spirit, that's different. 
He says, that's the place where I want to have my kingdom in your heart, your mind of the spirit. It's the place for my gods, where my lordship should be. It's the very middle of your spirit. It's your place where your spirit worships the holy of holies. Mm -hmm. The heart. The place where my truth and light are to be kept. The place of the agape love of the father for you. The heart. The heart, the mind. The very center of the forever person. The place where Lucifer became a traitor or Satan was created and formed and developed. The place where high treason was committed against its own king. The reason I studied Lucifer becoming Satan was he was a pure spiritual being. He had no dirt body. He was not in connection to the earthly world. The earthly world had probably not even been formed yet. So this was the pure spiritual heart, mind of a creature. That's where God goes. Not to your soul. Not to the part of you that has mental health issues. That's all in another world. The world that's of the physical body. The world of this earth God's looking at the spirit part of you the place the spirit the heart the mind is where the high treason of Satan became known where he committed against its king by his thoughts the place of violence towards the Lord I want to kill him or murder him When we see violence out in the world, it's coming from the spirit through the soul, through the physical body. When you just hear words of violence and threatening, bullying, attacking, hate, evil, lies, deception, corruption, just words, that's coming from the soul, supported by the spirit. It's a place of violence towards the Lord. It's a place of pride. Self-raising up. It's all about me. The place where the land became a wilderness. The place where the land was dry. Not watered with truth anymore. But a fire. Wilderness. Darkness. Earthquakes. Lightning. Smoke. Fire and brimstone. What was built of beauty was destroyed. The place where the land was dry. No water, no life, no Holy Spirit. The place where the land was not yielding its strength for food and nourishment to its own self. The place where the land was barren, could not produce any truth or light or fruit for others. What it passed on was fire and hate and vengeance, perversion, lies, bewitchment, deception. The place of 
darkness and ignorance now. The place where kingdoms are created. The place of dominion and authority of its king and lord, Lucifer, had dethroned God in the kingdom of heaven, knew its pattern, though, and created its own kingdom of darkness within himself, with all the desires to have land, servants, for you to obey or die. The heart of the forever person could be yours, the throne room of a Lord that was dethroned. The Holy of Holies, where a Holy Spirit was kicked out and unholy spirits moved in. The seat, the throne of authority, the place to receive worship, the place of receiving your spiritual glory, the place where you get nourished and drink. Now bitter waters came. Dry, desolate winds blew inside of Lucifer, who had become Satan, the very adversary of God himself. And God saw this. He heard it. He saw it happening. So God brought forth out from the very middle of the heart of Lucifer, who had now become Satan, a fire, burning fiery flames, hot smoke. That was his lust and his desires, his pride, his hate, his violence, and it shall devour you. That happens in humans as well. We see it. You might see it played out in nature when a virus called rabies attacks an animal and they become mad and vicious. You can see it with people that kill animals, murder children in the womb, and call it health care. And they choose the woman over an innocent little one. And their ways of killing are horrible. Pills to dissolve a body. Tools to go up and cut arms off and legs and suck the brains out of a living child that had no say in its getting formed. The men have no say. They don't take any precautions. The women... They're not taking any precaution. There's plenty of help. Even a young teenager can get help to not get pregnant. And if she's done against her will, there is help for that too. Many cultures value children. Others don't. The fire of God that came forth out of Lucifer into Satan would eat him and destroy him alive in his heart. 
would burn and consume him. His lust and desires would burn as wildfires, consuming, consuming, never satisfied, never put out, hungry, never satisfied, greedy for more, 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 never happy, never satisfied, can't get what he wants, getting angry, more, 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 lusting, desiring, more violent, more violent, doesn't care who he kills, doesn't care who he hurts or destroys, driven by the fire. And God said to Satan, now, Lucifer was gone. I will bring you, Lucifer, to ashes upon the earth in the sight of all of them that behold you. Most of you don't even know that Satan is here on earth. Don't believe in him. It's superstition. Don't believe in that world. That's your soul in ignorance and darkness. The forever person knows that realm is true. But it's locked away in prisons and it can't speak. And if you do, you're superstitious. Pastor Deborah's been told she's always too heavenly minded, weird. There's only good witches. Go into psychics and tarot card readings. At least you get some information because God doesn't talk. I know pastors that believe God doesn't talk. You only are guided by luck, province, fate, nothing else. Or if you talk, you talk to women saints. Or you talk to statues. Lady Luck. But some of us know he's real. You go watch that movie, The End of Days, with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Here was a man who went as a policeman, went from unbelieving in this spiritual stuff to believing. You go watch. There's another one called The Last Rite, a priest who became an exorcist, who didn't believe in Satan and demons in people, but he learned. There was another one about Emily Rose, who became demonically possessed, and it killed her. And a priest who tried to help her, and they went to trial. I think it was called The Exorcism of Emily Rose. True story. And how her life tried to speak the truth about this. And how about the movie, The Exorcist, Mm -hmm. with Linda Blair. The true story wasn't a little girl, it was a little boy. And he got this demon possession because his grandmother had been into witchcraft. The stories are there, but people don't believe them. But those of us that behold this, we know. That was Ezekiel 28, 11 through 19. God would cause Lucifer, who had become Satan, to lie scattered over the earth as ashes from a fire. So let's kind of put it all together. Lucifer lifted himself up in his heart, his mind. He became 
prideful. It's about me. I'm the man. I'm the most powerful man in the world. It's all about me. I am the head of the family. Even if it's a mafia, I'm the boss. Everybody has to listen to me, follow me, do what I tell them. His wisdom became corrupted. He desired things in his heart that were not his to have. And what he said to himself were five I wills, five goals, desires of his heart. He dethroned God as Lord and owner in his own heart and mind. Have you done that? Maybe you serve another, a political party. Maybe you serve earthly things, science more than God. Maybe you serve saints, ancestors. Mm -hmm. Maybe you serve a government, not of the kingdom of heaven. And he crowned himself. Basically, it's what I believe and what I say is the truth. And everything else is what? Disinformation. I'm the boss. I know the truth. You just accept it because I'm the king. He built a new kingdom for himself, of himself, within his heart. He went about God's kingdom and sought subjects. And worshipers, bow down to me. You will obey me. You will follow me. You will believe what I tell you. You will do what I tell you. He'll use the governments, the different layers, the school boards, the mayors, science teachers, college professors, unions, businesses. He'll use pastors and teachers if he can. But at this time, There was only the realm of the spirit in heaven. So one third of the angels who were under this Lucifer's authority and dominion, they followed him. And when he fell, his tail took them with him. They became his subjects, his slaves. And God cast through Lucifer and one third of the angels to the ground, to the earth, out of heaven. Out of the presence of God they went. Out of the kingdom of heaven. Out of heaven itself. Out to darkness. To the mortal world. Out to the waterless places. Out as lightning. I've always asked God when did that happen. I think it happened very early in creation of the natural world. That's why there's so much explosions Powers and even on earth, I'm not sure about your plan, but violent explosions because Satan was here and it was showing us his heart. Lucifer became Satan, the adversary of God, and the one third of the heavenly angels became demonic, evil, wicked spirits. The spiritual world of God and Lucifer's heart and in the created spiritual world of God's creation became a wilderness. You look around the earth when it was developing. 
a wilderness. Time the dinosaurs came, flesh was already eating flesh. In other words, I think Lucifer fell early. Mm-hmm. When did the garden get it? I think God created it and things calmed down. And he found a little spot somewhere. And he put a little bit of heaven there. And he said, okay. Now, God knew Satan was already on this planet. Because outside the garden, you know, it's horrible. But he said, okay, I'm going to come back. And I'm going to start slowly. One little place, one little seed, one little garden. And I'm going to put some shepherds in there. Adam and his helpmate, woman. Some living creatures. And this Adam and this woman were to expand and take that garden further out on our planets. Mm -hmm. Didn't work out that way. The kingdoms were shaken. Cities were destroyed. Prisoners were taken and fear ruled. That's what happened on our planets. Upon Lucifer touching the ground from heaven, Lucifer became Satan, the adversary of God. And he became the king of this mortal world, this earth, and yours too. And God desires you to see and study the fall of Lucifer. For man followed in Lucifer's steps. Man in his own fall from the kingdom of heaven, from grace, became as Satan, the adversary of God, an enemy. Man in his fall entered the kingdom of darkness. Man in his fall had a new father, a dragon. Man in his fall had a new lord, the dragon. Man in his fall became children of darkness, prisoners and slaves in the kingdom of darkness, ruled by Satan. The very heart of Satan became our image and likeness. The kingdom of darkness ruled in our spirits now, the spiritual world below the throne of God. The kingdom of darkness is in our hearts And man lives in the spiritual kingdom, ruled by the king of the darkness, Satan, the dragon, the adversary of God. And I want to stop right here because we're going to go into the kingdom of darkness within us and on earth a little bit more. But you're beginning to see that I had to study Satan, his fall. What happened to him? What did he look like before? To help me to understand humanity and all living creatures, their beginnings. I couldn't understand myself and humanity, all the evil and abuse we do, without looking at our father. When we're born in the womb, our DNA biologically has been changed, altered. Our spirits are without the Holy Spirit. We are children of the darkness. We are children of Satan. Made in his image and likeness. So I had to study our father. And that's what the whole 
kingdom of darkness is about to help you understand yourself, your father, his image, his likeness. Mm -hmm. The kingdom we live in within our forever person and how it affected our soul and physical bodies. Because if you don't understand that, you won't understand the need for healing, deliverance, freedom from slavery, being born again, and why you need it. And how religion and cultures and traditions are a part of the kingdom of darkness. Mm -hmm. Some people know they need love. Others don't understand. So we need knowledge and truth to help us to see who we are, what we are, and why we need help. And what is the help that we need? So we're going to go into in the next Kingdom of Darkness, Spiritual Babylon. More about this kingdom that Satan created within himself. And he became the image and likeness of us, humanity. For we fell from kingdom of heaven ourselves through our forefather named Adam. When he disobeyed a commandment and ate of the tree. Of the knowledge of good and evil. The Holy Spirit left Adam. We got kicked out of the garden. Then kicked out of the presence of God. Just like Satan. So we study Satan. And Lucifer. To learn about ourselves. So I just wanted to give this. Sort of beginning. To you. So you can learn. About yourself and others. And how we all have a need. Of help. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for these words that you gave to me years ago to study and understand the kingdom of darkness, Satan, and his heart, his image and likeness, so we would understand us and our need of you to understand what happened, what's going on in the world, why we need your love, forgiveness, and mercy. And the condition of our spirit without you. Father, thank you for giving this to me. Draw people to watch and study and learn you. Father, be about your work of Isaiah 61 and 62 in our hearts. Give us a Hebrews 4.12 spiritual experience that you may free us of the Lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life of our soul. Free us from the kingdom of darkness. Father, bring death of us as a child of Satan. And birth us anew as your child. A child of the light. A child of freedom. And a copy love. Be about your work even now here in the garden through this video. For all of those who desire to be born again, children of the light, no longer of the darkness, no longer made in Satan's image and likeness, but of God's, of agape love, joy and peace. It's done. Those of you who desire a Hebrews 4.12 to be spiritually set free so God can move and talk and work with your spirit, the heart of you, it's done. And then just keep learning and growing. I'll get into another part 
of the kingdom of darkness. Got a lot to get to yet, but it's worth studying and learning. So you can teach others after you learn. So you can learn about captivity and why the world is the way it is and who's behind it. Mm -hmm. So you be encouraged. There's hope through education and truth. The spirit of light and spirit of hope is here to help you. Because the heavenly father of the kingdom of heaven loves you with an unknown love called agape. And he desires for you to come out of the darkness, the ignorance, and know truth and love. I'll see you in the next part of the kingdom of darkness, spiritual Babylon. Bye. Everybody get home safe. I'll see you again.